King's Dream Live podcast, where creatives come to be empowered, inspired, encouraged. My name is Ruslan. I'm here with one of my best friends, Mr. Belief Melanin. Yo. New album on the way. New album is on the way. Belief in fatherhood is, is more popping than ever before. Yeah. And we're here to talk rap retirement. Yep. We done. <laughs> this is it. We done. I'm sticking a fork in it. You know what I'm saying? This is it. Like Michael Jackson. Well, yeah. Like Hove. Nah, not like Hove. <laughs> Hove, Hove ran it back. I was speaking. I was speaking <laughs> into existence. Um, yeah, man. I think this is this is it. Uh, uh, it's like traditional rap career. Wise. Traditional. You know rap what I'm career. saying? Um, no Putting more out albums. No more albums. Yeah. No more. Um, you know, trying to get people to be down or retweet or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like enough of the, all like, the politics, rapper. needing cosign, all that attention. Yep. Yep. What is next? I know a lot of people know the obvious, but like, how do you, how do you, how are you going to, cause you're going to, you're going to keep communicating. You're going to keep creating. Yes. What is next? Tell us what that looks like for you without giving away, you know, too much yeah, private sure. information. Yeah, sure. So um, next for me is definitely focusing on belief in fatherhood full scale. And so I've been doing that, uh, well, I feel like, but I, not kind of half-heartedly because I haven't been like super consistent. And so what I want to do is just have a really strict schedule to believe from fatherhood um, and implement certain days of the weeks, meaning certain things. Sure. Uh, and also, I've been like experimenting a lot with other artists and trying to help them blow up too. And so I want to focus more on that, you know what I'm saying, and bring to light uh, some of the people I work with, some of the people that um, have showed me love and uh, just kind of like be a mentor, which I feel like is my main role is that I'm, I'm like a big brother to many, you know what I'm saying? And so focusing on that, and of course, we have another baby on the way. Hey, and, baby number um, three. Baby number three. We, na- we making any name announcements yet? Um, Soon. Soon, soon, soon. Okay. Um, I know you'd like to have that exclusive. I would like that exclusive. <laughs> like yeah. that exclusive. I know yeah. what the name of the album is, but we're not, not announcing that either. Yeah, we have to get the artwork done first. We got to get the artwork done. But yeah. uh, subscribe to Belief in Fatherhood to... Yeah. Get the exclusive on the baby name. Yes, yes. And so we're going to announce that soon too. And so, um, yeah, basically what's happening is um, I just want to focus on helping other people. I want to focus on my family and um, just really blowing up the culture. You know what I'm saying? The culture of fatherhood and not making it such a taboo thing. You feel like it is a taboo thing coming, yeah. coming from the black community? Heck yeah, man. I mean, I, I just feel like we are looked at as these uh, mythical characters. You know what I'm saying? And if someone does have a dad, um, they're, they're, they're around um, or they're not really there. Or But it's, it's many men out here, many mm-hmm. men, right? It's many men out there who like really love their families. And I just want to like promote that. I want that to be a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just want it to be normal. I want it to be normal mm-hmm. for black men to be seen in the home at practices and all types of stuff just super involved why why the medium of youtube the youtube is uh something that i don't need any help for you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um it's it's almost direct to consumer um and so it's youtube is just a place where i can plaster my stuff and people can watch it if they want to watch it and um you know everyone's been talking about the new the new Tele, uh, the new television is the cell phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so as we look forward to that, I think people who subscribe to my channel choose to watch it just like we chose we chose to watch Nickelodeon or BET. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and so Belief of Fatherhood is that channel that people come to um, when they want to just uh, escape the norm or get insight or look forward to something or reminisce. You know what I'm saying? 
Now, how did you grow the channel so fast? You've been at it for a year and a half, and you're at 20,000 subscribers. Your Facebook likes went through the roof. Yeah. You've been making music way longer than you've been vlogging, but how is it that the vlogging took off so fast for you? Um, I think because, honestly, I don't know, but I think it has a little, and, and, and okay, so the music helped. Okay, me making music. You had a platform with the music. Because you were already at, what, like 5,000 Instagram followers when you started the vlog? Yeah, around four, four something. Yeah. Um, And I started the vlog. And then I kept promoting it and having other people promote it. But no one really, like, understood what I was doing. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So no one was like, oh, yeah, he's going to do a show. And I've never seen him edit a video. And You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it was something that people kind of had to uh, believe in first. And so um, I think a lot of the co-signs help. P4CM helped. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, they pushed it pretty hard. Yeah, they pushed it pretty hard initially. And they helped out with, with the trailers and stuff like that. Um, and just the word of mouth, you know, I think mm-hmm. uh, Facebook really helped. A couple of videos went viral on there, and that's when I kind of had those huge gains. Right. Um, but really just consistency and having, you know, good content. Um, I think it's, I don't think it's by chance that I have these kids who are hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if I had kids who were just kind of like, no, I don't want to be on camera. But these kids are like, they're funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they are like, yeah really entertaining yeah. and um you never know what they're gonna say and yeah. what they're gonna do and some for some reason i always have the camera out i think people don't actually understand how hard it is yeah to have two so close in age yeah i was watching lena and levi day before yesterday yeah yeah and it's a lot of work yeah. like like it's a lot so i think it's brilliant that you start documenting but from, from just a just a straight life standpoint to care for two kids that are that close in age, and at one point they were both in diapers, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's definitely it's definitely hard. Lena is your niece. Yes. Right? Uh, to add some context, but yeah, uh, it's definitely difficult. I mean, that, it, what happens is something happens to you as a parent, and you're like, no one would believe this if it, if I didn't. <laughs> Like, no one's going to believe me. No one's going to stick around for this story. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I have to document this so people are going to believe me. You know what I mean? So that's why I was like, yo, I need to start documenting this stuff. And it's hard to care for them. It's hard to, you know, all that stuff. But really now it's all about conversations. It's not as hard. You know, like activity is activity. You expect them to run around, jump, and hurt themselves. But the conversation's a key. You know what I'm saying? So when Theo asked, when Uriah asked me, why don't I have any hair? You know what I'm saying? Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's extremely offensive. You know what I'm saying? And if anyone else asked me that, we might go fisticuffs. But oh. it's really like one of those things where it's like, yeah. man, he's really curious. And so yeah. what goes on in the mind of a child is what we really think about. Right. You know what I'm saying? The other day when I when I had Lena, and I've watched back to back, at one point I had to change her diaper. Now, mind you, I haven't changed a, a, a girl's diaper. Yeah, yeah. Neither have I. I'm kind of nervous. I think I was, the last time I died, I was babysitting when I was a kid and I was watching one of my, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. it's been years um, so when I had to do that, but yo, this this dude Levi somehow got a hold of my phone. I didn't realize this till afterwards, and snapped photos, like fifteen photos of me changing her diaper, Dang. which was hilarious. It's crazy, like what it, what's actually going on in the in the child's mind. And I think for for you, and one of the things, that, one of the reasons why I do the you know occasional family vlog, I think it's just a great way to document and look back at something. Yeah, yeah. when you're you know, 50 years old, 60 years old, something that you could watch with their kids and your grandkids. Yes. Um, and 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 find fun. And you know what I mean? Like we had the home cassettes and, mm-hmm. you know, they were super random all over the place, but these are actually focused little five, 10 minute videos that with, I think- With music. With music. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it gives you context on who you are, who they were, who your wife was, and look back at stuff, you know? Yes. Uh, years and years from now to find value in it. So I think that's super dope. And that's- I think when when I talk to a lot of young creatives, young entrepreneurs, like I encourage them all the time, like, yo, 
your vlog, like yes. show your whole personality. Yes. Like, especially I was just, uh, R. Swift just called me yes- yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, like you are one of the funniest people we know. Yes. Like you need to amplify yeah, that with yeah. the world and show people who you really are yep. and stop being careful. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I tell people all that time, like in this climate that we're in, it's one of the coolest times to make music, but you also got to do something different and stand out. And the best thing you can do <laughs> is bet on yourself and magno- and a- amplify your personality on camera. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one thing is that some people really don't have much to them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like a lot of younger artists, they don't have a story or they're still being molded yep, so only yep. thing they have is um, vocabulary and, and stuff that they say that's dope you know what I'm right. saying so um, when you have less to, to bank on it's mm-hmm. harder to do something like that but a guy like R. Swift has so much deposit so many good stories in him bro. so many good stories so much life lessons so much pain struggle yep. and uh, and actually victory you yep. know what I'm saying that he could he can maximize on that so I think that's kind of the big thing for uh, content creators uh, musicians now is yep. that you have to make sure you have to tell stories. You have to tell your story, and um, there's people out here like what's you know who's like writing raps, but they they you know working like collecting cans for studio time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all that stuff is real. Yeah. And so all and, that now, st- and now you don't need a bunch of fancy DSLRs. You could just grab your. Phone. If there's anybody that show that you could do it with your phone, it's been you. Yeah. <laughs> you just use your phones. You've used broken phones. You've yeah. had phones donated, and you just you just read. People don't know that the I got the juice video, all the storyline stuff. Was shot you shot that on like an iPhone 4s right yeah, or 5c yeah. 5s yeah. yeah 5s uh so you there's no excuse now if you have a decent phone like start and that's literally what I was telling Swift yesterday it's like oh you got a seven plus like you just need to start and and this is gonna be all of our uh way of keeping that man accountable because he needs to start <laughs> so go Blast. see that man Go send that man a uh, go send that man a, a tweet or a, or a, or a Instagram comment. And let him know we want the we want the video content. We want the story time with Swift. We want Swift. something two one five Swift two one five Swift two one five immediately from our Swift. Yep. Um, what advice would you have for young aspiring uh, creatives, whether they're rappers, whether they're vloggers, whether they're kind of multiple things? What advice do you have for them to get started right now? Man, um, I think humility is big, bro. I think mm. humility is one of those things where it's like I'm watching so many cats right now with like who say they're hungry mm-hmm. and have like chips on their shoulder. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you are hungry mm-hmm. and there's a chip on your shoulder, eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> don't sit up here and like be prideful yeah. and arrogant about something that you haven't worked for yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so um, it's a lot of cats out here stepped on. It's cats who've been paying dues for years, thirty years, rap, rhyming their butts off, but mm-hmm. haven't caught a break. Mm-hmm. If you walk up to the average cat in New York City, he's going to outrap you. Right? You know what I'm saying? Very like true. we experienced that. Very true. You know what I'm saying? Everybody raps, and they're all nice. I remember that and time. they're all six foot tall. You know, I remember that time we were in Manhattan, <laughs> yo, at the Pyramid Club. Pyramid Club. And it was you the end looked, of the week. Oh my gosh, you look so terrified, bro. It was crazy, and they those dudes were nasty. Everybody was nice. Everybody made good records. Everybody performed well, freestyled well. And you were like, yo, we got to perform. We got we to gotta pay our dues. We got to pay at these spots. And I was like, man, I don't know why you want this so bad. <laughs> you wanted this so bad, bro. But anyway, yeah, humility. I think humility is one of the things for artists, for um, MCs coming up, for yeah. anybody. Yeah. Uh, just be humble, man, because you never know who you're going to meet on the other side mm. who blows up. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. there's a lot of people who like, you ain't think they was going to do nothing, and they blew up. I know a rapper specifically who I'm not going to name. I was like, man, I didn't think he was going to do anything well. I really want to know. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to put him on blast right now because it's really inappropriate. And he's a friend of mine. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, 
I realize that talent, yeah, it's not really that hard to get. Yeah. All you have to do is practice. You know what I'm saying? So talent isn't really a reason to write somebody off. A, a reason to write somebody off is if they're arrogant mm-hmm. or they're hard to work with mm-hmm. or they, they just don't keep their word. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so uh, that's the type of stuff I would tell you, man. Like I know like this one artist, man, he was like garbage. He wasn't bad, but it was like, man, I don't know how you're going to make it because you're an imitator. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then he started practicing. And I was like, by golly, he did it. Mm-hmm. I was super impressed. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, I, I had a call with one of my buddies the other day. Uh, somebody that you know the the community, the industry just has always written off. Anytime his name comes up, people have negative things to say. He called me and told me he got a deal, like a big deal. Wow, you know don't. what I mean? And I was like, Yo, <laughs> like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. and he was literally six months ago. He was at my house. We were hanging out. Uh, my wife and his wife and him. His kids were there, and he was literally like, Yo, like I. I told the Lord I was done. Like, I'm done. I don't want to do this no more. This wow. is too wax. It's too hard. Yeah. And it was like, once he came to the end of himself, the, the stars just aligned. You know what I'm saying? He, and and, and, and uh, he's about to make the announcement soon, but it's like a big, it's like a big situation. Awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because he kept working hard yeah. and he kept being friendly and he kept, you know what I mean? Just being a good guy. Like, I think people overlook how much value there is in just being a good guy and doing the right thing in, in, in the creative world, especially in the music industry, which is extremely cutthroat. Um, and just ugly. And well, gross. one of them things. One of them things is that you that what happens is we compare ourselves to the people who are popping, and mm-hmm. we're like, okay, I'm tired. Like, nice guys finish last. I can't do this anymore. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I got to do. Right. And that's the same things happen. Same thing happens with anything that you really want bad, and mm-hmm. it can happen with YouTube. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm telling you the other day, I'm sitting here like you're like, yo, if anybody can make it with an iPhone, it's you. But I was sitting there at Best Buy like, yo, I'm about to get me a credit card right now, <laughs> and I'm about to buy me the Sony sixty five hundred. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And but I didn't. But it's like you, we compare ourselves to all these right. people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So even when I was coming up with the YouTube, and I'm still coming up but when i started with the youtube thing i'm like man like only person i watch is, watch is casey neistat right every view every video he puts out is like a million views in a day mm-hmm. right so i'm getting like a thousand views like pouting mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so mm-hmm. somebody from youtube hit me up was like yo yo you don't understand like people wait 10 years to get to 10,000 subscribers mm-hmm. and you did it in a year yep. like yep. You know, don't play yourself. Yep. You're killing it. And I yep. was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like, the video you put out, mm-hmm. which you should link in the description somewhere up here, mm-hmm. uh, don't uh, compare yourself to these other... Right. You don't... You, Drake isn't your competition. Drake I forgot what the name of the yeah, yeah. video was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't... don't um, the biggest mistake artists make. There you go. You know? Yeah. yeah, I think we all start out and we all compare ourselves to people without understanding. And you even broke it down for me because you was like, yo, like... Casey Neistat started with half a million subscribers. Yeah. Right? I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Started started already doing filmmaking, working for these big, you know, commercials and all these big brands. So you're looking at somebody's finish line. You're looking at somebody's highlight reel when you're really just starting. And that'll mess you up and and, and just jack your whole headspace up. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And so I think that's – yeah, I think that's really, uh, really valuable – is don't play that comparison game, man. Because because especially us and being in our circle, like we've seen the sea lights metamorphosize to Andy Minio and oh, take man. over the world. Yo, can we just yo right now? What we're gonna do is we're gonna put a clip in. <laughs> I got a piece. I got a clip of sea light standing in standing on stage. And he looks nothing like. The anime uh, that you we got know that, today. You I do have the clip. Uh, you you could barely see him. He's kind of blurry, but he's there. Okay, we're yeah. going to put that clip in right here. <laughs>
and well, that was Sea Light, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. And that I was Sea Light, who became Andy Mineo, who's <laughs> yes. taking over the world right now. Yeah, or the, the the Lecrae, the 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 rebel. You know, after the music stops, for Lecrae sure. yep. to the blessings, Ty Dolla Signs, Lecrae, yeah, or the Marty and Fern that you know came out and did John's uh, Four Seasons album release party to yep. Marty and Fern rapping with Sway. Like you look, you see those stories over and over, and you see the grind, and you see the hustle, and you see the work, and you see the just the maneuvering in the game. And like if you if you're watching this and you're close enough to it, like. It'll eat you up if you play the comparison game, man. You have to realize that we we are we're fighting for our own audience. Like we don't want anybody mm-hmm. else's audience. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So sometimes your audience is only 500 people, but those are 500 strong, and you just got to rock the 500. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you got to be cool with that because I don't think big numbers are meant for everybody. Um, but I do I do feel like it's a lot of entitlement in the game right now, and so that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of like, man, like I can feel it even in me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's one of the hard things I'm having a hard time fighting is like the pride and the entitlement and like. I know I'm better than him. Like, I have a lot of those issues. You know what I'm saying? And so because I know that about myself and I'm watching this thing, like, I'm getting so slept on here, but I'm excelling here. Mm-hmm. So this part of me really has to die. Like, the MC in me, the competitive, like, MC in me has to die mm-hmm. in order for me to excel. Mm-hmm. I believe that. You know what I mean? It, do you think if you would have applied the same thing you did with Belief in Fatherhood to Belief the MC in terms of the content, the content, the videos, the iPhone, the vlogging, do you think that the the rapper would have seen success? Yes, a hundred percent. And uh, the the hard part is though, um, there's too many uh, there's too many senseis in hip hop. Hmm. There's too many people who know what to do, hmm. who haven't proved it. You know what I'm saying? So it's too many people like, yeah, you know what I if I, what I would do if I was you? Oh, man, you just got to keep doing this, or this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. But don't, ain't nobody make it yet. Mm-hmm. We all at the same level. And so with vlogging, it's kind of like, oh, I'm just going to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it kind of like, I found this way of like, I don't really have to listen to anybody in this thing because don't nobody know what they, I ain't talking to nobody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so um, sometimes it, it- That's true. Like like who you let speak into your spirit yeah, it limits as, a, you. as an artist. That can really mess you up. It limits man. you. And it, you don't really know- what lane you're in, what to do, and does you could just allow so many voices. So I do think that that's something that's pure, pure for you as a vlogger is that there's no one else. Obviously, there's other people vlogging, but there's no one else making the type of vlogs you're making. Right. So you pretty much shut out all other voices. Yes. And just did it and figured it out, and then then it cracked. Yeah, yeah. And so like, there's a lot of artists who do this as well. Um, and I think the best ones, they they're just very creative and they just don't care about the rules. And that's what I'm all about, like artists who break rules. And so like mm-hmm. Big Sean, when he started, like nobody used like high pitched bo- voices like that mm-hmm. in hip hop. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and he started doing that, and then everybody started doing it, mm-hmm. and it like transferred to the singing, and like it became like this montage of like these rapper singers, like everybody is now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so like, I think the rule breakers are key, and I think not knowing, not knowing so much, okay. Perfect example. Uh, what's his face? The dude everybody hates with the red hair. Oh, uh, um, you talking about not uh, Lil Uzi, but the K- other Kodak one. Yacht. Black? No, no, Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. Yeah. Right. So that dude don't care nothing about hip hop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, yo, I don't know nothing about Biggie. I don't know nothing about Pac. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I think that plays to the advantage of him because he's just doing what's really inside of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that's okay for him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that he needs to follow the rules. And I think that what happens is we. As artists and rappers, we know we have to pay homage, we have to do this, we have to, you know, uh, go on sway, we have to rap about this, we have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, who says that that's the way? Mm. And so, like, with videos, I'm like, 
Man, I don't care with nobody. I'm going to make a two-minute video just following my kid around and watching from their perspective. Or I'm going to make a weird video about this. Or I'm going to do the Bitmoji thing. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, Because mm -hmm. ain't nobody doing it and no one's telling me what to do. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So what happened was I seen um, like, like, audi like people who had huge audiences, mm -hmm. you know, um, 80,000, mm -hmm. watching me at 6,000. Mm. Like in my comment section, like, yo, this is hilarious, or your eye is so cute, or, mm. and I'm like, why is this person like watching mm. my stuff? And they're kind of like, oh man, like, you're different. You know what I'm saying? Like you're different. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have we have the same beliefs and stuff like that, but it's all about breaking the rules. Like yeah. who cares about the rules? Yeah. There and, is no and, rules. And double down on what's different about you, right? Yeah. Like really double down. You you figured it out in that like you're as awful as it is to say out loud. Like society views black fathers as an anomaly, so you just amplified that unique attribute that most people don't get to experience or maybe they're even watching because they're like well i don't like i don't want to be racist so like yeah yeah like yeah, i know yeah. belief i have a black friend on the internet <laughs> i subscribe you know, yeah, yeah. And so yeah it's like that that anomaly like feature and figuring out what is that that's different about yourself and unique and amplifying that and telling that story creatively and, yeah and also like we were just talking before this about how um brutally honest i am mm -hmm. even with my children mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so that also plays to the showmanship of the show mm -hmm. what is belief how is belief going to react when his kid drops such and such on the floor yeah is he gonna spank him is he gonna yell at him or is he gonna say hey man protect your life you know what i'm saying like yeah I, the way the way you the way i am like helps you know what i'm saying sell the show yeah I think something that you you realize and I think a lot of people take for granted or don't even think about, and I would encourage everybody to think about, is you early on reverse engineered what success looked like to you and it didn't look like being a traditional rapper. Yeah. You were like, yo, like, I don't want to travel without my family. Right. I don't want to I don't want to be gone. I don't want to do touring in the traditional sense. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do these different things. Um because even though you were becoming successful, we were becoming successful as a, as a collective, it still was not what you ultimately wanted. Right. So when you were like, yo, like I'm, uh, you know, I'm quote unquote retiring and that whole thing, like I was like, oh, like well, I think everybody on the inside knew what was up. Yeah. But like we were like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like really been talking about it. Yeah, makes perfect years. sense. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And so it didn't come as a surprise or shock to us, but you intentionally counted the 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 cost for success and says, this isn't what I want. Well, well, first of all, I had a hater. Okay, he got to understand something. We were on tour. I would be like, man, it's so hard out here. And mm -hmm. then we'd take a picture. Mm -hmm. And that picture would go up on the internet. Mm -hmm. And then Yvette would see the picture and mm -hmm. be like, you're having fun? <laughs> my wife was a hater. Hold on, because one of my kids are waking up. So you said you had a hater. Yeah. So my wife would be like, yo, I want to travel. I want to do this. And you're having so much fun. And I didn't really honestly believe, see it as fun. I just thought I was just kicking it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I realized that my wife really wanted to travel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I cared more about her doing that than I, than I did. Yeah. So, uh, so I decided to, you know, take that sacrifice. And, and I, I'm a homebody. Like, mm -hmm. I don't have to leave the house. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And so, um, yeah, success for me always looked like me having a family, me being there. Mm -hmm. You know? And so as we're on the road and we're sleeping in cars or sleeping in, on people's floors or sometimes sleeping in a hotel... I would just remind myself that I had a bed. Mm -hmm. and, and it's different for me. I'm, I'm the primary care provider for my children. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. My wife relies on me to cook. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's, that's big. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, therefore, I have to think about what's important for my family, not so much what's important for the crew. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because a lot of this stuff that, you know, even how I got into hip hop was I had your back. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm hanging around, cutting people's hair, mm -hmm. doing shape ups and taking pictures. And you're like, yo, I need a DJ. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's how it all started. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. I think defining success for people and understand, like you said, what success always looked like having a family, having, you know what I mean? Like yes. that's what, that's what your definition of success was before having money or before having uh, notoriety or critical acclaim. You knew that first and foremost, I want to have a family. I want to be present. And then when, when things got in the way of that, you were able to course correct back to your vision of what success looked like. And I think so many people start out without understanding what success to them is. Yeah. You know what I mean? What is because you might make it and be in the wrong spot. <laughs> like, you well, might for make real, it and like, be like yo, let's be honest, man. We know a lot it. of people who are very successful in music, but they are pitiful. Like they are, their lives, like they just don't like themselves. Dang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so we know so many people who are like doing well um, music-wise, but just hate hate their lives. And, and I, I'm just being honest, like the art, the artist lifestyle isn't really for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's not. I know it's not for me that way. Yep. You know what I mean? I know that if I could be get paid to be a dad, I would. And that's what I want to do. Can you sit still, please? Two more questions. When can we expect the album? Because I keep getting the, the, the emails and I don't have an answer for them. Oh, okay. So the album, um, I think we're kind of in the final stages right now. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We, it still has to be mastered, but it's getting mixed, uh, almost done mixing. Um, a couple slight changes, but nothing super, super big. Waiting on the artwork is really the big deal. Um, the Which artist, is going to be fire. Yeah, I'm really excited about the artwork. Um, and the artwork is kind of going to bring it all together for me and make me love the record. Um, because I'm very picky. I'm a, I'm a procrastinating perfectionist, but it should be out uh, extremely soon. Um, I would say... Don't give him a date. Let's not do dates until we have the I would say date. before summer. Before summer. Yeah, yeah wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Before summer. Hopefully. Um, but I'll wait all day to get these pre-orders up. <laughs> so go pre-order right yeah, now. Pre-order the record. Because your pre-orders help pre-order the tremendously yeah, sure. with uh, getting stuff like artwork and music videos shot and mastering done and manufacturing done. Uh, Rybo, you got something to say, buddy? He just went back. He pulled a toy story on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh Final words of encouragement, empowerment to people that are just starting. There's a lot of people watching, a lot of people listening that they're literally like, yo, I got 100 followers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. So what, what, do you, like, what do they do to build their thing and grow their thing? You know, I think, I think one thing is, is, is working hard. All right. So I'm talking about not your average. I'm talking about like outworking. Um, who you think you are. I realize that I'm productive, but I'm only 25% as, as productive as, as I can be. If I was super organized and just a machine, mm-hmm. I would be way more productive. You know what I'm saying? Not understand about where you going? You going away? I would be way more productive. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would say outwork, outwork yourself. You know, um, and another thing I'm, I'm really big on right now, I listen to a ton of Gary Vee and I know you do too. Put yourself out of business is one thing that he keeps saying. Um, and so like, it's a lot of people who do what I do. I inspired a lot of people to start blogging, you know what I'm saying? Which is awesome. But at some time, like the MC in me is like, I'm E.T. Bond, you know what I'm saying? Like, and though I, I like really did like, and I'm inspired a lot of people to vlog. And so, uh, instead of calling him a biter, I'm just like, okay, cool. You're doing something. So now I have to up what I do even more mm. and better. You know what I'm saying? Not like quality wise. Cause everyone can change their quality, but it's certain things that I can do that they can't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, as a, as a black father, um, somebody like totally jacked that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, uh, as an MC, you know what I'm saying? Like I rhyme, um, words of encouragement. It's a lot of things. And so my kids, and so like, just really outwork yourself. Yeah. 
And I think the 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 most I think tangible thing that that you've shown is like value in the marketplace. Right? Yeah. Like, yes, outwork yourself, but I would hate for somebody to outwork themselves doing something that they're just not good at. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, yeah. Yeah. Or it yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah. And know? so I I think it all kind of fell in my lap. You yeah. know what I'm saying? With yeah. with you know you giving me Final Cut a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. if I never had the reason, if I never had to learn how to track myself out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait. Oh, wait, please. Um, if I never had to track myself out on reason, it wouldn't have been as an easy transition, you know what I'm saying, to Final Cut. Right. So it's a lot of stuff that, you know what I'm saying, like you actually helped out with. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of – and you've always kind of been um, in a place that I love seeing you as being the guy who – um, activates people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you give people the tools that they need right. uh, to do something and make something out of themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's That's been your flavor for a while. Right. And so even with giving me the turntables, you know what I'm saying? Like the, a lot of this stuff has been like progression that seeds that you've sown. Yep. You know what I mean? So make make sure you take credit for that and don't forget about that. That that I feel like God has really given you that gift. Yeah, and that's, and that's what we're doing here ultimately. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like we're giving people the tools, the resources, the information, the practicality of how to go out and do whatever it is that they're attempting to do and be successful at. Yes. You know, walking in purpose, walking in their dream. And, and, and I think, I, yeah, I guess what I was getting at is like, everybody's not meant to do everything. Finding your lane, knowing what you're supposed to be walking. Right. I think you've done a great job of that. And it's just like, and, and, you, and, and you also have enough self-awareness to know that you have a freakishly ridiculous amount of talent that, a lot of people don't have. Yeah, and so like that's that's one thing. It's like I know that I'm a good rapper. Like I know I could rap my behind off. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like I said in the video, uh, what's good for you can be the enemy of what's best for you. That's you good. know what I'm saying? And so uh, though I'm a good rapper and I know I could be entertaining and do this well, yeah. that doesn't mean that I'm not great at something else. And every rapper should have a retirement plan. Yep, that's good. That's Make good. sure you plan yeah. on stopping. Yep, at you know some, what point. I'm saying? Because at some point. Because some of these dudes, like they have no plans on slowing down and they're their their crowds are getting smaller and smaller, and they don't care. They just like, oh, stop sleeping on me, nah, bro. Your time yeah. been over. Yep. You know what I'm yeah, saying? What's the question that you have for the people watching that they can leave in the comment section below? Why? Why are you even? Why are you even doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, um, if it's music, uh, what's the what's the point? That's something you have to ask yourself early on. So when you get to you know five years down the road and you're you're still doing this, you realize that. Okay, hold on, hold on, buddy. Um, you know, you think about like what's next, you know, because a lot of people are doing it because they, they honestly don't know why they're they want to rhyme. They mm-hmm. just they just feel like they seen someone do it and they wanna do it too. Yep. And good. so make sure that your your heart is pure when you're coming into this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I started because I had Ruslan's back. That's probably why I continued to rap. If I didn't need a van, I probably wouldn't put out an album. You ain't have to tell the people that. Yeah, I'm I'm just so serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, this is a fundraising project. <laughs> he wanted like, to do a GoFundMe because we had the Patreon going. To give you, yo. So he just going to drop it out. Come up real quick. Yo, I, I, really need, I really need the income. Oh, man. That's good. So the question is why? Why do you do what you do? Why do you want to create? Why do you want to Why do you want to do it? Why do you want to do it? That's good. Leave that comment in the section below. Make sure you're subscribed here. Make sure you share this video. Like this video. Subscribe to Belief in Fatherhood and King's Dream. Forget for Belief in Fatherhood. Just go to Patreon.com. Just go to patreon.com backslash B-I-F. B-I-F. We'll link that up to it. But yo, thank you. Appreciate everybody listening. Peace.